Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. All right. It is now time for the Kevin and Nikki Show on iHeartRadio. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's time for the Kevin and Nikki show. They gon' have it lit up. Yeah, you know, it's time for the Kevin and Nikki show. They got the airways popping every city across the globe. It's time for the Kevin and Nikki show. They gon' have it lit up. Yeah, you know, it's time for the Kevin and Nikki show. They got the airways popping every city across the globe. You know him as a throwback actor, Kevin D. Bitten. 360 twice, Jim, how he keep winning. And you know the baddest actress, Nikki Warren. She's so bad, you walking past, she had you speaking for her. If you ain't tuning in, this your reality check. You might miss out on your favorite star celebrity guest. When they celebrate, what you do? You get the bell, yeah. Doing Kevin's Corner, get expired and encouraged, yeah. Bend them corners, why you listen? But don't swerve. Find out what's getting on, Nikki nerd. What's bothering Nikki? What's bothering Nick Nick? What's bothering Nikki? What's bothering Nick Nick? Keep on playing, me and Kevin Goons and we gon' get you hit. Yo, check us out on social media. In your mobile phone, we everywhere. You ever stations played out like a ringtone. Follow me like Bino R-E-M-E-Y. Bino Remy. Pop like Sammy. And my flow hotter. Dick a semi, been doing this since I scraped up pennies. But back to the subject, Kevin Nicky. That's any precursor to the way that we feel. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. You know I, what I'm saying? I know what it is. Oh, uh, we, we both know what it is. And we're going to get into it this throughout the show. This quarantine is wearing us out. Yeah, the quarantine. Yeah, and everything else We got the pandemic. On. We got the epidemic going on. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about it all. We are back nonetheless. Yes, we are. For another exciting episode. Yes, we another are. Another exciting show. Yes, we and are. And another exciting guest. Yes, we are. And I am actor Kevin D. Benton. And I'm actress Nikki Warren. And we are back. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, 
that fresh introduction that you guys hear every week by our man Pots and Pans, our man 50 Grand, and I'm proud to say he my cousin, being on 936. We told you guys last week that uh, his new hit single, Miami Vibes, dropped last week, but we were going to play it this week. So while we fresh off the intro, mm -hmm. we're going to play this hot single for you by Bino936 called Miami Vibes. Check it out. I need a vacation, take a trip to South Beach. I told Lil Shorty, stop playing with me. I need a long time, won't you get to know me? We sip and call a cab like we hella thirsty. Cause I'm on one, you on one. We flirting with each other while we sitting in the sun. I met her on the street for the friends having lunch. It was me and Hamo, it was you and a bunch. It goes down in Miami. It goes down to Orange County. It goes down to Daytona. Hit the club, sip Corona. Shorty trying to set some new laws Chasing girls won't do often But I love how you walkin' I might stay in the cordos Shorty bad man, she loco She brown skin and her name Coco She Cuban and she black, oh, oh And she got her own place She like to watch Scarface She don't wear a front lace Man, them girls going hey. She about to get up in the shower Babe, how long you want to spend time with you in the sand Get in the blue water Why you tell me about your plans You on vacation Why you worry about your man Oh, I'ma wanna know What's up with your friend Peace truck said Girl, where your other friend She said, I don't know She on the strip Well, you better catch it Cause she really on spend I wanna go, uh-uh like my second home, uh-uh We gon' get lit, stay up all night Have a lot of fun, girl, it's alright The liquor kicking in, now it's going down A couple more shots, she gon' show and tell She gon' hit the hookah, yeah And play a little truth yeah Shorty showin' love, cause she know I'm in town Feeling in the gym, she love my sound I need a vacation, take a trip to South Beach I told Lil Shorty, stop playing with me I need a long time, won't you get to know me We sip and call it cab like we hella thirsty Cause I'm on one, you on one We flirting with each other while we sitting in the sun I met her on the strip with her friends having lunch It was me and Hamo, it was you and a bunch It goes down in Miami It goes down to Orange County
Yeah. All right. Didn't that to pick your spirit up? Yeah. That picked your spirit up, didn't it? That that's on some soundtrack yeah. type tip, like some Fast and Furious. I was thinking the same thing, thing Nick. Yeah, great minds. Yeah. Yes, great minds think alike. I was yes. just thinking Fast and Furious soundtrack, Miami vibe. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, man. Yep. Oh my goodness, yep. man. Yep. And I can just see myself right now coming out of the beach water. You know, they got they always have that scene. With the girls coming out of the beach water. Right, right, right. You know, I'm coming out of the beach water and the song playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you got to see yourself. Yeah. Don't see nobody else. Right, right, right. I don't see nobody else. I that's see it. myself. That's I see it. myself. That's it. Yeah. I see myself. That's it right there, man. I like that. Yeah. I that's, like that. That's Bino 936. Yes. Miami okay. Vibes. Check it out, okay. man. Check him okay. out. He on SoundCloud. Okay. He's on YouTube. He on Facebook. Bino 936. Check him out, man. Yes. He does our intro. For the Kevin and Nikki show, um, we in we in talks about him remixing it and all that stuff. But that's his new mm-hmm. single that he dropped last mm-hmm. week that we promised we was gonna give y'all this week. Yeah, and it, you know it went down. Yes, it did. It went down. It's going down. Yeah. We gotta go to Miami now. And I I felt like he took us there though. Yeah, because no. I, I mean he was describing the yeah, the yeah, beach yeah, with yeah, the yeah. clear water yeah. and the sand. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean he created an image in yes, my he head. Did. Yes, he did. Because I mean, it really it picked me up. Yeah. It was it was like yeah. it was like bounty. It was like it was the quicker picker upper. Yeah, well I'm going to that place. Oh no doubt. I'm going to Miami. No I'm doubt. going to Miami. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely all going. Right. I'm uh, the, he making me want to order a plane ticket right now. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's, it's going down. Mm-hmm. It's going down in Miami. Yeah, Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we ain't I, drinking no coronas though. No coronas. No not coronas. not 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 during the epidemic. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! What the, the pandemic? Uh, no. The pandemic? Yeah, the pandemic. No, we ain't drinking Coronas. Period. Period. Okay. Because yeah. we don't drink. I know. Yeah. I thought it had something, had something to do with the coronavirus. No, that was going on. no. Because I, you know, that's like the only drink that's left on I the shelf. Nobody know. drinking Corona. I know. Poor Corona. Yeah. Poor Corona. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you heard it right here. One of the first places to Kevin Nicky show on yeah. radio. We everywhere, and uh, we're gonna keep it moving. So with that said, we got a lot to talk about. A lot going on. So we're going to jump right on into it. So with that being said, it is now time for the many adventures of Kevin and Nikki. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. So what's 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 going on, Nick? A lot of nonsense. That's yeah. what's going yeah, on. There's a lot of nonsense. There's a lot of nonsense this past weekend, man. I'm telling you, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. But I'm going to tell you right now, I love the support from the surrounding countries. Thank you so much for yeah. your for your support in what we're going through. Yeah. So I you know, I just want to give you all the bell. Thank you, thank you very, very much. Yeah. You know, thank you very much for your support, your outpouring. You know, you guys didn't hold back yeah. in your tongue lashing. You know, and I appreciate you yeah. because um, this this thing here um, gotta stop. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that this has been going on for a long time, yeah. for years before I was born, before Kev was born, this thing's been going on. Right. You know, this is it is sad. Somebody said it's sad that, you know, I heard one woman say she was eighty five years old and they were fighting for this back when she was young and still fighting for it now. Oh, Caucasian lady said that. She said it's sad. It's this thing needs to be done with. Yeah. And yeah, and I you know, I I echo that. Um, you know, 
I'm heading out one night, you know, around 1130. Um, and um, I speed past, not really speed past, but I'm driving past, you know, the plaza on Lindbergh Boulevard in Philadelphia. And um, I just, I see all this commotion. I see all these cars speeding into the plaza, cars speeding out. Nobody's obeying traffic laws. They running red lights and all this old stuff. Mm -hmm. And while why this stuck out to me, um, not only because there was a lot of looting and, and rioting going on around the city of Philadelphia, and as you said, around the world. And I'm going to throw this in parenthetically. The negative uh, were a lot smaller than the peaceful protests, but the negative ones got a lot more media and attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Um, and uh, and I want to add, too, that these people who are doing the rioting and looting are not associated with Black Lives Matter in no way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some of their leaders, leadership came forward and mm -hmm, said that. Mm -hmm. And they said, if y'all going to be out here rioting, looting, and things like that, please don't use the hashtag Black Lives Matter because we're not going to get nothing done. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you know, you have... Uh, some government officials accusing Black Lives Matter of being a, a racist terrorist group. And I want to talk a little bit about that a little bit later, but getting back to, um, you know, going past the plaza, you know, I knew something was up because earlier that day, you know, of course, Philadelphia had a six o'clock curfew and they had a police car that was letting cars out of the plaza around that time, but blocking the entrance to get in. So they cleared the whole plaza. So I'm like, where did all these cars come from? I had an idea why. I said, so I'm going to check back in the morning to see what's what. And man, you know, to my disappointment, man, the whole plaza, to the exception of ShopRite, uh, was was destroyed. Glad uh, Windows bust out. Mm -hmm. I got a video. For those that want to check out the video, go to actor Kevin D. Benton. Uh, on YouTube and check it out, or you can go on our any of our show pages, the Kevin and Nikki show show pages, Kevin and Nikki show on Twitter, Facebook, um, and uh, my personal um, Kevin D Benton Facebook page, and, and check out the video, man. It just it just was sad on all levels. Now I want to continue to throw out that I understand the outrage. I'm outraged. I understand the frustration. I'm frustrated. I understand being tired. I'm tired. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but we're destroying, you know, our own communities, man, at the end of the day. And I, I'm not here to judge anybody that, that their perspective is go ahead and tear it down. Mm -hmm. The only thing is you had some black people. I remember this African-American old lady was like, y'all said black lives matter and y'all tore down my business. And I remember, um, they had a, uh, planet fitness in the plaza and, you know, of course everything is boarded up right now. And uh, that's kind of the, the latest update. But on the boards that they had to board up the gla broken glass on front of Planet Fitness, it was spray painted. This was a black owned business. Thanks for your loyalty, black people. And so I understand the outrage and I understand, you know, you know, when it's been so much pressure put on a people, on us as a people, um, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the bubble just bursts, man. And I think the bubble is bursting now and, you know, other people around the world are, 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 you know, catching on to this thing after repeatedly seeing the video of George Floyd being murdered, you know, in an inhumane way. You got white people, you got Indian, you got black, you got people of all races around the world 
are chiming in and saying, hey, this 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 has to stop. This is wrong. And it's affecting everybody on all levels. Then then they started blowing up ATMs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just continue to get worse. And from what I understand, it was a couple people well, that blew themselves up and all that stuff. And so the blowing up of the ATMs that were that was people who were out for their own personal gain. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. That had nothing to do with uh Black Lives Matter. Right. Had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter at oh, all. Yeah. That was people who took advantage of the situation. Right, right, right. You know, that is what that was. Right. And I totally disagree with that. Right, right. I totally disagree with that right. completely. Yeah, man. And you know and and I, I even echoed that sentiment in the video that I took. By saying, you know, some people are just using this as an opportunity exactly. to steal to and to steal. loot. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, they don't really care nothing about, yeah. uh, you know, no justice, no peace. They don't yeah. care about reform. No. You know, they just out to get what they can get in the name of, you know, this, this situation. And really what's going to happen, they're going to go back and look at as many videos as they can and mm-hmm. get as many people as they can. People are doing this mm-hmm. on, on camera and uh, they might not get everybody, but they're going to get some people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for but the, you know yeah. at the end of the day, how long do you think that a person is going to allow you to just antagonize them, yeah. oppress them, right. push them down, beat them down yeah. before they jump up and start whooping your behind? Right, right, right. Or start acting out you in know, some kind of how long, some kind of way. You how know long I mean? are, yeah. do you think that that is is going to happen? Right. And what you're seeing now with the protest and 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 the the other countries getting involved now, you're looking at a tired people. Right, right, right. We're yeah. tired now. Yeah. And so change has to come, and yeah. it it not change has to it's change come has now. to come eventually. It has to come now. now. Because they're going to burn this place to the ground. Right. Ain't it, nothing going to be standing right. if change does not come. Well, nothing. And, and it's going to start with, if they don't convict those four police officers, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be a good look across the world. Mm-mm. And definitely in America. Because, you know, we're, we're sick and we're tired, man. We're sick and we're tired. And I'm going to keep it real with you, uh, with you guys. I'm not open to discussion for anybody of another culture that can't empathize, sympathize, or identify with the African-American plight, especially um, the African-American male. But now they're shooting and killing pregnant women, black women. They punching pregnant black women in the stomach, stepping on black women's pregnant stomachs, and they get having miscarriage. These are all, they got all this stuff on video. These are stories in the news. You can check them out for yourself. And... I'm not open to any discussion because I it's 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 driving nowhere fast. No. You say it's driving nowhere fast. And you know, um, for example, they're putting you have Caucasian people that are putting pictures of Martin Luther King peacefully marching. They want to kind of use this as an example to say, now this is a peaceful protest. Now I'm gonna echo with Bernice King, who I follow on Twitter, where she says, She said, Don't act like y'all like my father. Don't act like y'all like my father now. He said he was one of the most hated men in America. So don't act like y'all like him now. And I'm going to add this. This is Kevin. Yeah, that was a peaceful protest, but they still got holes. They still got beat with batons. They still got German shepherds sicked on them and thrown in jail. So it takes us back to Queen and Slim, a la Queen and Slim, and the hate you get, we darn if we do, we darn if we don't. Mm-hmm. And we're in a situation where even if we cooperate, I mean, every time a black African-American man gets killed, 
you know, you want to, the media want to throw out words with, was he resisting arrest and all this old thing to make that person feels deserving of being killed or, you know, or, 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 or injured or whatever the case may be. But we see the differentiation between how Caucasians are handled and how African-Americans are handled. Like Jamie Foxx said, and as you can find this video, how is it that a Caucasian young man can go into a church, pray with them, massacre everybody, and he was handled with so much care and compassion as he was put into the police car and they were ducking his head. So he didn't bump his head on the police car. And then he and he said he was hungry and they took him to McDonald's. That would have never happened with an African-American man. Mm-hmm. That would have never happened that, with an African-American man. Because that's the hatred that's in your heart. Yeah. That's the hatred that's in your heart. Now, someone told me, I saw this video and it was the video that I saw was... this sister was on point. She ended the video by saying, they better be lucky that all they're doing is just blowing stuff up and not looking for revenge. And I have to add right now, and a yet to it, sad to say, because like I said, these four police officers don't get convicted. It's going to be worse than the riots that we've seen. And And I'm not promoting violence or rioting and looting. I just know the reaction that's going to happen based off what we've been given so far, you know, and it's like, like I said, we're just tired, man. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's my whole thing is even if you can't identify because you're not our color, just put, just put your child where George Floyd's face was. It's, 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 you know what I'm saying? I don't think it's not that they can't identify. Mm -hmm. It's, you don't want to right. identify. You don't want to. And that that's the whole thing. You don't want to identify right. with that. Right. You don't want to put your husband's face on George Floyd's face. You don't want to put your son's face on George Floyd's face. You right. don't want to you don't want to put yourself in our shoes where we have to pray with our kids before they go out the door. Pray them out the door and pray them back in the door. Right. Pray with right. our husbands out the door. Pray them back in the door. Our brothers, pray them out the door. Pray them back in the door. You don't want to do that. Right, you right. don't want to do that. Okay? Right. It's not that you can't do that. You don't want to do that. Right. That That's how that go. Right. Because you, you are of another race, and according to you, this is only attacking one race, so let, them, let it go. Right, right. It's not affecting me. It's not affecting me, so why do I care? I don't have to do it, so I'm not going to. Right. And, you know, the pressures that we live under... Getting back to we darn if we do, we darn if we don't. Even if we're where we are, doing what we're supposed to do, and cooperating, it still can end up fatal for us as African Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my brother shared a, a story that he had not shared with, with me or the family or my mom. I never knew. He was on his way to work. He was working at Empire Beauty School. He wears a suit and a tie. And he's in upper management. Well, well at least at that time. And he was chased down by the cops on going to work. They cut him off, told him pull over. He pulls over, you know, Mr. Police Officer. Uh, like, what, what was I? What did I do? I wasn't speeding. You look like somebody we're looking for, is what they said. Not you were speeding. Not you were driving recklessly and all this sort of stuff. You look like somebody that we were looking for, is what they said. They told him, license and registration, please. So he asked, is it okay if I go in my glove compartment and get it? They said, yes, but of course they were watching him like a hawk with hands on gun. He gives him the right uh, license, his license registration. One cop goes back to go run, run his license registration. 
The other cops tell him to get out the car. Cooperating with hands up, suit tie on, he gets out the car and they slam him on the floor and put a gun to the back of his head and said, if you effing move, I'm going to blow your effing head off. And they handcuffed him with his hands behind his back, laying on his stomach. You know what I'm saying? After the cop ran his, his license and registration came back, they helped pick him up, say, look, I'm sorry, sir. You're not the person we're looking for. But it could have ended up fatal. You see what I'm saying? And this is the crap that we have to go through when we step out the door. I said it last week. I fear my life every time I step out the door for Caucasian cops, Caucasian vigilantes, and self-proclaimed neighborhood watch folks that want to take the law into their own hands and want, want to approach folks. And I got to put my African-American people on the back of that too, not being biased. And it's just it's, an it's, extra it's, pressure and anxiety that we have to live with. And I'm six foot seven, 240 pounds. So I'm going to be immediately perceived as call for backup African-American black man. And I'm not violent at all. It's just a mess all the way around. It's a mess all yeah. the way around. You know, and it's it's one of those things where you just get tired of seeing it. Yeah. You know, and there are other there are other stories. There are other stories. Breonna Taylor yeah. sleeping in her bed. They come in looking for somebody and, and shoot this girl what, ten, ten eight, times, to ten eight, times, ten, eight to ten times and come to find out the person that they were looking for was already in jail. Right. You know, it's it's one of them things where are you stupid or something? Right, right. Like, what is it? What 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 it what is going on? I'm going to infer mental illness. Yeah, mental illness and hate. <laughs> yeah, men, yeah, mental mental illness because my my thing is my mm -hmm. thing is, it, no, you know what? No, it's definitely hate. It's mental it's, it's, illness. It, it can be mental illness. No, no, mental illness have nothing to do with it. It's definitely hate because I saw another video also over the weekend where these officers were trying to. Uh, this this woman had called the cops, mm -hmm. Caucasian lady. She called the police about her boyfriend who was harassing her. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came. It was about six of them. They came and, and they were talking to her outside. And this, for, I don't know how the conversation happened to turn completely around, but it turned around where the police was not going to go inside and get the man. Mm -hmm. They were going to stay outside with her. She got upset about that. And started laying their behinds out. Mm -hmm. I mean, laying them out ungodly. And they never touched her. They never touched her. They never now, touched her. Never touched her. When I tell mm -hmm. you they were talking to this lady just as calm. Yeah. Now, if that was another person, that person would have been slammed to the ground. That person would have been gripped up. That person would have been probably tossed in the car because right. she was calling them all kinds of names. Well, let's, 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 let's be more specific. I will. If it was a black woman, that would, that wouldn't have been, that would have been the case of what you described because there was a situation where there was a pregnant and it was on video. Um, there was a pregnant, uh, black woman who the cops hemmed up like that. And as they walked out the frame, you, you could hear her yelling, I'm pregnant. And next thing you know, you hear pow, 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 pow. And then she was dead. You know what I mean? So, you're right on point. And then what about the story where they uh, arrested the, where they tried to arrest the guy he ended up being an FBI agent? Tell me about that. Oh, that one was mm. funny. That one was hilarious. He was minding his own business with his friends. He was sitting in the mall and they were just talking and the police just walked up and just started talking to him. He was like, okay. Remember officer, they said, he look, you look like somebody, like somebody that we looking well, for. What they said was, you need to come with me. Okay. And he was like, why do I need to go with you? He said, because you look like somebody we're looking for. 
He said, what? I look like somebody you're looking for. He mm-hmm. said, yeah, but it was the way they did it. They started grabbing on him. Right, right, right. Pulling him up. They tried to wrestle him. He was like, ho, ho, ho. Right. So they end up handcuffing him and everything. And he was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys. Well, I, I kind of, I can't put the video up because it has a lot of uh, cursing in okay. it. So I, I have to, there's no way for me to censor, to censor this video for you guys. Mm-hmm. But, um. They went in his wallet and end up pulling out his wallet, his badge, and he's a darn FBI agent. And then they started to apologize. Mm-hmm. And they started to apologize to him. But but before, when they had him handcuffed, everybody was like, no, 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 listen, you got, this is not your guy. I'm telling you, you have the wrong guy. And the cop is telling people to shut up. He's like, no, listen, I'm, t-. and it was a white guy mm-hmm. who was telling him, listen, you have the wrong guy, I guarantee you. And the cops was even telling him to the shut, shut up. up. Yeah. And the guy was like, no, don't don't say anything else. Go ahead and pull out my wallet. So right. they pulled out his wallet, and here this dude is an FBI, FBI agent. agent. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just like, it's automatically assumed if you're African-American that you must be, a, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a wrongdoer, a gangster, a thug, and, you know, and things and, you like know, that. You that, know? that is just, when I saw that video, I was like, you know what? Yeah. This, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand, man. I, I tell you, I don't understand. It's, it's just really, it's just really, um, it's just really crazy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And we can go on and on it's, and The on stories go on and on and on. But, know? um, yeah. man, I'm telling you, it's a sad day in America. And in our world. You know, well, well, particularly in, in America, like you said, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a sad day. And, 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 you know, you watch the news and all that stuff and the caption is America in crisis. We in crisis due to a pandemic and an epidemic going on at the same time. And it's just, sometimes it just gets to be a little bit too much, man. It and it's just like, you know, it I heard, a, I saw a um, protester on TV when, you know, cause they were protesting in Philly as well. And it says, am I next? You know what I'm saying? And because it's like, you know, the name just continues to change. You know, the protest just continues to go under mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when is it going to stop? Yeah. You know, when is it going to stop? Yeah. So we did. Yeah, we could definitely go on and on and on about this, man. Um, so much that we can say about it. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more themes connected with this throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, um, other than that, man, you know, we just doing the best that we can to stay positive, stay on our line, stay on our grind. Uh, we're really missing being on set right now. Um, the latest update that we received is that uh, July the 6th, um, California is going to open back up. Productions are going to open back up, at least the, the big ones. And we're looking forward to getting back on set. Uh, we got some hard, couple hard films coming up um, that we are excited about, um, you know, um, our director of one of them is keeping us updated with the wardrobe and how those are coming along. They're coming along fantastic. We're going to put it all out there and at the right time. And then our other director uh, of our horror film is giving us constant updates of what's going on. We're just looking forward to getting on set and filming and filming. And uh, yeah, man, it is our positive escape. Yep. It really is. Yep. Man. It sure so, is. Yeah. That's it. Man. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. All, all right. right. So, so we're going to take a break. Yep. We're going to take a break, but before we do, man, man listen. listen. Our special guest, in my opinion, is Icon. He's a legend, super talented actor, 
Hollywood actor at that. Writer, director, producer, filmmaker, stand-in, acting coach. He's even been an agent, mentor, decorated martial arts, I mean, entrepreneur, businessman. And uh, he's known all around the world as one of the Asian tough guys that you don't want to mess with. At least that's what he's portrayed in terms mm -hmm, of characters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the most notable uh, movies that we're going to discuss and talk about, man. And he is our brother from another mother in a, what, Jackie Tan and yep. uh, Chris Tucker kind of way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we're excited to have him on the show, man. And listen, don't go nowhere. You guys are going to want to hear this one. Uh, it's the Kevin and Nikki Show on iHeartRadio. We everywhere, and we will be right back. Satisfy your sweet tooth with some tasty treats from the brownie shop. Fudge cupcakes, sweet potato pie, freshly baked bread, homemade ice cream, creamy chocolatey brownies, and much, much more. Check out their full menu on Facebook Brownie Shop or Brownie Shop 2019 Instagram. Get your next dessert from the brownie shop. Your sweet tooth will love you for it. Urban Elite Beauty LLC is an online urban beauty supply store that serves both men and women in urban communities. Our goal is to provide quality beauty solutions for our culture and community. Most importantly, we want to instill in our friends the importance of loving thy hair, loving thy skin, and to love thyself. Check us out on social media, on Facebook at Urban Elite Beauty, on Twitter at dbenton 71 on Instagram at urban underscore elite underscore beauty, and 
For more information, go to our website at www.urbanelitebeauty.com or email founder and CEO David Benton at dbenton at urbanelitebeauty.com or call 609-217-5292. Check us out and see what the Urban Elite Beauty Experience is all about. All right. All right. right. Now, if y'all don't know what that is, I don't know what... You need to get to your life. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if y'all don't know what that is, yeah. man, you guys are lost in the sauce. And for those who don't know, we since we feel sorry for you, because you don't know. For those uh-uh. who don't know, we're not going to tell them? I know y'all you Y'all don't know that fit. theme song? Listen, I know you ain't fitting to tell them right now. Uh, I'm not going to tell them. I'm just going to tell them what the name of the theme song was. No. Uh, I won't tell them. No. All right, so we ready, we ready for our special guest. They're going to figure it out in a minute, because we are ready, ready, ready. ready. Listen, our special guest is a super talented SAG actor, professional Hollywood actor, writer, director, producer, filmmaker, stand-in. He's an acting coach, an agent. He's a mentor and a decorated martial artist. He's also an entrepreneur and businessman who is most known for playing June Tao's man in the franchise classic Rush Hour. Hour which stars Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. And he's also played for playing Yakuza's man number two in, in the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Drift, which stars Lucas Black and Sonny Chilba and many, many more. He is also known for playing the shopkeeper in the new Perry Mason's HBO series and the thug in Copycat. He's also a former competitive bodybuilder former personal trainer and a humanitarian and a survivor of a chronic illness. Even though he has a big screen character persona as one of Hollywood's Asian stone face tough guys, guys, our special guest is a humble, down-to-earth, kind, and compassionate human being and brother who is a living example of good in the world. Who are, are we, we talking, talking about? about? None, None other than, than Mr. Stewart W. Yes. That's it right there, man. That's it right there. That's it right there. Don't get no better than this. You know what? And it's real interesting, man, how uh, just this past weekend, um, I turn on the TV and rush hours on, and mm-hmm. his scene mm-hmm. is just about to come just up. And I said, this is, the con- this is confirmation that they say in church lingo. This yes. is the confirmation. This is confirmation. And he, he did a fantastic, he did a fantastic yes. job. And was in one of my favorite scenes in the whole entire movie, which was, which one of y'all kick me? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of y'all kick me? Which one of y'all kick me? And the guy yes. said, me. me. <laughs> it was good. That was great. Yes. All right. Okay, All so right, so we're ready. We, we are, are ready. Ready, ready. Ready, ready. ready, All right. ready. Let's so get started. We, so we we ready for our special guest? Yes, we are ready for our special guest. Yeah, so how you doing, Stuart? How you doing? I am doing fantastic, Kevin, and making fantastic. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yes. awesome, awesome, man. And uh, as we like to begin all of our shows, you know, we're just so excited uh, that you guys, you know, take time out of your busy schedule to share with us and our mm-hmm, listeners around mm-hmm, the world. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. just want to say thank you. Thank you so much, man, yeah. for just uh, coming on our show, sharing with us, sharing your experiences, sharing with our listeners around the world. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it from top, middle, and bottom of our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Yes. So we're going to jump right on into it. Wait, but before we jump in, I got to tell this little quick story. You got to tell a story. Okay, go and ahead. And I shared this before. Go ahead. I walk in the room. Yeah. 
turn on the TV looking for something to watch. Mm-hmm. I see Rush Hour. And as I turn it on, Stuart scene is about to come on. And, uh, you know, it was just, yes. it was just too much perfect time. And I said, yes. man, this is, that's the confirmation right there. So we know we got the right guy. We got on the, the show. right guy on the show today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start this thing off. Rush Hour, of course, one of the biggest franchise. Yeah. I mean, I love Rush Hour, the whole thing, Jackie yeah. Chan, Chris Tucker. Tell our listeners a little bit about your experience, how you got started with Rush Hour. Just go ahead. Take it away. Okay. Uh, well, it, I, I went through the audition process like everyone out on Rush Hour, and I auditioned against 1,500 other actors for the role. Um, and... And so I, I booked the role about two weeks prior to shooting. And, um, and then, uh, to be honest, I'm going to tell the listeners a, a true story here. I was actually casted for a different role. I was casted for the, the role of Sam, which is okay. a blonde uh, character uh, in, in, the, in the film. And um, I was casted for two weeks prior. And two, weeks, two days uh, prior to the shoot, my manager called me to the production call that we're giving you a different role. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, basically, you know, given a different role at that time. But, um, you know, I went through the audition process, and I just um, got off an episode of Nash Bridges um, about two weeks before the audition. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I was really, I was really, uh, I mean, when I knew I had the audition with Rush Hour with uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, that, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that, 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 was a, that was a film I knew I had to do a great audition on and, and hopefully book the, book the show. So I, you know, I went in really prepared. I did a great audition, and um, I got I got fortunate, and I got the role. So uh, it took off. You know, started like that. Awesome, man. Nice. I, 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 that's awesome, nice. man. And I, I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, I am. I mean, I'm a, of course a, a fan of the Rush Hour franchise. Um, the Tokyo uh-huh. Drift, the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I'm also, I love uh-huh. Asian culture, man, because I had the opportunity to live in China for two years. And I lived in the city of Hangzhou, and I was playing in the CBA. And uh, just to kind of tell my uh-huh. age here, um, that was back in, I want to say, 96, 97, 98. And um, I had the opportunity to tour with the Chinese national team to prepare them for the 96 Olympics. Yep, and then I got picked up by the Hangzhou Squirrels in Hangzhou, China, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Um, I love Asian culture. I love Asian history. I love Asian people. And so you was already my brother. You didn't even know it, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. We yeah. just immediately connect, man. And then yeah. during our um our basketball Christmas party, I had the chance to meet Jackie Chan myself. And um he's my favorite, you know, one of my favorite uh, action heroes and actors and things like that. So I'm over at the table eating some fruit and I turn around and Jackie Chan standing standing right there. And I could not believe it. I thought I was dreaming. And so I got, I said, I got to get his autograph. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, I'm getting his autograph. And so I couldn't find a piece of paper, in, in, but I found a marker. So I had to eat all my fruit real quick. And I turned the plate over. He signed the back of my plate. And then I shook his hand. And the newspaper, uh, the, uh, it was over in Taiwan. The newspaper snapped the picture. And he was there because he was going to put the star basketball on top of the Christmas tree made out of basketballs. And I went to the store the next day. I bought like 20 copies. 
And I, I shipped them all home. Mom, Dad, look, I met Jackie Chan. And it was one of the greatest. And I still have the picture. I still have the picture in his autograph to this day, man. And that was just one of the greatest moments of my life. So, you know, nice. uh, just had wanted to share nice. that story. Nice. And uh, so, yeah. Nice. watch the rush hour franchise you know they always i love watching the outtakes at the end and Mm -hmm. you know he's always goofing around every now and then and you know just kind of doing things off take and stuff like that that they catch on camera and it's just it's just so funny man but i'm gonna tell you you did a fantastic job and i'm telling you um you have kind of earned that um you know that moniker of like the asian tough guy with the stoic face and and, mm-hmm. and, and me and Nikki would say he's one of the most mm-hmm. humble, kind, down to earth yep, guys yep, we know. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So we're like what 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 is your perspective? How do you you know, what is your take on being uh you know, you you're like one of those tough guys that, you uh-huh. know and that's that you can see in the in the Asian gang that's not taking no 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 mess or anything. What's your take on that and you know how you feel about that? <laughs> And when I prepared for this role, I, I just, um, you know, created a huge backstory in my mind. Of the, of okay. The okay. Okay. And, you know, you know, so, you know, basically, I, you know, I'm a miser method actor, so, you know, I was, I was basically method acting on the on Okay. Show. Wow. And, okay. You know, nice. Plus, you know, I gotta, nice. And I got to be honest, me, from my child, childhood, my teenage years and the early 20s, I've had experience in areas like that. Okay. Okay, that's right. Nice. As they say, nothing is wasted in our lives, man. Nice. It can be used nice. somewhere in acting. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what you meant you mentioned your childhood, so let's talk a little bit about that. How did you how did you get started acting? Mhm. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I didn't start acting uh, film and TV until I, until later in the later years, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, from childhood I've always been involved
I played for a cover band um, uh, when I was young, probably like 16, 17, uh, for a couple of years. Uh, so, and then I played until I was 24 years old. And, 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 so, and, and then even during that time, I uh, was still a musician. I, I was a bodybuilder at the same time. So mm-hmm. I started I was a competitive bodybuilder from 1980 oh, to wow. 1988. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and getting back to the martial arts when, when after 12 and a half, I, I, uh,
2005, I, I, I finally joined a union, and, and then I can't, and then I moved to LA. Wow. 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 That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, even in uh in rush hour, I mean when you come down that steps and you look at Chris Tucker, you said, Junetown will see you. <laughs> and I mean, no, I mean your face, you did not crack a smile, you know. And I was like, if that was me, I would have knew I was in some kind of trouble. <laughs> but it was great. You was great, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome, man. And you have a very, very... uh... Go ahead, Stuart. No, I was just going to say, man, you just have a very uh, intriguing and fascinating journey, man. And um, we definitely appreciate, you know, sharing. We always love those Mm behind-the-scenes stories that Mm -hmm. our guests come on and share and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that kind of takes us to that moment. So that is fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's totally awesome. Nikki's and I approach, um, you know, it's one of them things where you never thought you would be where you are. Because, like, my original dream was to play in the NBA, and I never thought I would see my name in the same sentence as actor. And I'm sure me and Nikki talk about it, her the same. And there's a fascination and a gratefulness and a thankfulness to this thing. Uh, as you go throughout this journey, people who you watched on TV growing up and admire, now you're friends with them, you're bringing mm-hmm, them on your show, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you're connecting mm-hmm. with them, exchanging numbers, and it's just, it just makes life better, man. You know, it, it really it, does. It really does. It, makes, it really yeah. does. It, it does. I mean, I mean, face, I mean, face, we're, we're blessed to be doing what we're doing. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, the reality is when we're working on set, it's, it's being an actor on set, it's one of the best jobs you can ever have. Absolutely. It really is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The working conditions are good. People treat you well. Um, yeah. yeah. I always have a great time on set. Yeah. yeah. And I always look, I always look forward to, uh, to going on set and meeting new people and collaborating mm-hmm. with new people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, have, do you have like a, uh, you've been acting for a while, so do you have like a favorite? Uh, do you have like a favorite film that you played in? Like, what's your favorite? Okay. Okay. Awesome. Now I gotta ask this. I gotta ask this question, and t- we gotta get the uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. You were in the scene uh-huh. with the legendary Sonny Chiba. Now, when me and my brother was uh, younger, we used to go to church on the up on Gerard Avenue in Philadelphia, and right down the street from the church was this movie theater called the Capitol. And back then, they would play double feature, you know, martial arts movies every Sunday. And really the reason why we went to church was so we can go see the martial arts movies every Sunday. 
And I uh, want to definitely give a shout out to uh, Bobby Samuels because back during that time, he was the one that was um, orchestrating and managing the double features. And we had him on the show. And uh, I saw Sonny Chiba do his thing. He was a master swordsman, samurai swordsman. And so, of course, I grew up knowing who he was. Of course, when he was in Tokyo Drift, he was, you know, he had age. And I think he since has passed away. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Sonny Chiba. But what was it like, you know, being in the same scene with the legendary great Sonny Chiba? I mean, you know, uh, Tokyo Drift. I mean, what 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 is the feeling just being a part of such a successful franchise? I mean, I think they're up to number eight. They're about to do number nine. Number nine but yeah. you're a part of all that. I mean, it's like family. Once you're in, you're in. Even if you don't show up in the other movies, you're a part of that franchise. I mean, what's it like just be able to say, I'm a part of that franchise? You went the yeah, from yeah. rush hour over and <laughs> yeah. over to Tokyo Drift, Fast and Fear. I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah. you you was you were hitting it. Yeah. 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 Well, a little secret for you guys. I'm hoping for rush hour four. <laughs> I would love that one. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would, love, I would love to have the opportunity to read for that one. Mm -hmm. That would be totally awesome. I yeah. would love to see that. Too. Oh, I, oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm, yeah. I'm there in the movie theater. Up in that joint. with a mask on for the coronavirus. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm a fan. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I don't care. I'm in the movie that. theater, and I then I'm gonna watch it at home. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, and so 
this for and for their sake for Jackie and Chris, even if I don't have any opportunity to work on it. I you know, I wish them both great success mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I and I and I really hope that it, it that, that that closing uh segment um, makes a huge impact on the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I w- I want to talk about you because you 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 are directing. You have your own film. Let's talk a little bit about that. <laughs> I have a project that I'm producing with a partner like Scott McCullough. We have five different projects that we okay. have, uh, have developed that and we're trying to get funding for. Okay. Yeah, let's awesome. talk about them. Yeah, definitely. Let's go. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, we have five projects and uh, this this one is a TV uh TV project that we're planning on shooting eight episodes for. It's called Holiday Motel. Mm-hmm. And it's basically it's basically about a seedy motel and the storyline would be what would what would these walls say if, if they can hear the conversations within this room. Oh, wow. okay. So I did a I did, I did a radio interview with uh, with Soko, as you know, like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah so, so you want to think of this as like a it's a CD motel, the walls can hear, and it's almost as if um, and a, a certain clientele comes in there and stays there. So I, I, I will use this example. You may have someone with a serial killer. Oh, wow. That's not crazy. He came there for the weekend, and, and he may be talking on the phone or talking to himself, and, and, and the walls are hearing what he's saying. Oh, so wow. I, I think that would be, uh, that would be an interesting uh, episodic. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that'd be a hotel. Yeah, so that that one would be great. And then we have a a, a TV series called Spent Lounge. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 more like uh, think of like LAPD Blue on Order and ER. And where we where in this show we will follow the stories of the veterans who lost or forgotten. Okay. 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 Okay.
yeah. That sounds really good, but that, that hotel. Yeah, that with, hotel. Where the walls are talking. Let me we, know. I know not to stay yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. We, we know not to check into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't checking into they, that, that one. The, the walls might tell all our business, man. <laughs> No, That's a great concept. At that hotel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, I know. no but you know what? But that's such an awesome concept, though, man. Because you know, you heard the old phrase: "If the walls could yes. talk." And you know, I would love. I, I can't wait to see that one, man. That that's that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. An interesting right one right there. Yeah. I follow you, man, being a fan of yours. And you have yes. your online virtual yep. acting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, talk, talk a little bit about that. I mean, I heard, been hearing great things about that. Oh, and, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, yeah, talk about that. Let's Yeah. Oh, most definitely. And, uh, and I, I, I just like to educate people. And the reason why 
why I started teaching uh, from the very beginning and, and help, you know, and, and you know, you know, Kevin, Nikki, you'll see about my posts on Facebook and stuff, you know, I, I like to help people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the main reason why I like to help people is when I first started in the industry, aside from Nancy Hayes helping me out, I had no guidance. I literally, I literally had no guidance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No one talked to me about acting or anything like that. And I, and I knew when I started how green I was. That's so yeah. important because, you know, um, a lot of actors, especially ones that step into it from the beginning, they misconstrue that it's just about knowing lines mm-hmm, and getting in front of the mm-hmm. camera, yep. getting on set. But there is a business brand component yep. to this thing uh, that has a lot of components. And so that knowledge and information that you're giving, man, um, is very, very uh-huh. important. And uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Mm-hmm, and I, w- mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of get your feedback on... Um, you know, because of the pandemic, like yeah. it's like you were saying, you had to kind of go to the virtual classes. What kind of changes do you uh-huh. foresee on set, you know, in light of the pandemic, you know, as we return back to set? I mean, I'm sure there's like a ton of change, but, you know, just some that you would like to touch on as you foresee, you know, you know, with your experience being so long in the industry, uh, what change do you foresee? Because I don't foresee us going back to the traditional no, movie-going experience not at all. with the onset of li- online streaming and, you know, virtual classes and things like that. So I wanted to get your feedback and, uh, you know, what you could you know, maybe share with us and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I really think they're going to try to keep it safe, the, the, the health protocols and keeping the social distancing there, so on and so forth. 
see how that's possible because if you're going to be background actors, um, yeah. you know, obviously they, they need to congregate groups in a whole yeah. area when they're not yeah. being utilized. And, and, then, and, then how, and then also when you do those scenes, those two shot scenes, you know, well, you know, two shot scenes with two people close together, I mean, um, uh, I don't really see how you can instate the health protocols. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I'm sure they're going to try to do the guy, I mean, I'm sure they're going to try to keep things as, as strict as possible in the beginning. And and I and I know there's going to be a lot of intervention between the CDC and, and SAG after the union right. uh, with production. So I'm sure it's going to be the first three to six months in production that it's going to be a feel-out period to see what, what is being instated. Is it working? What do we need to do to change it? or whatever. Right. Uh, but, you know, and I, I think it's going to stay kind of sketchy for probably the first three to six months until spring of 2021. Right. And then if, if by 2021 things go smooth and there's no new cases of COVID-19 on the set and, and things like that, then I think they're going to start building production back up. Okay, now, I, I honestly don't think it's going to go to the mega million dollar movies, the hundred million dollar, two hundred million dollar movies right away. It's not going to happen. I, I really think those are something that's going to happen a year or two years down the road. Right, right. Uh, you know, uh, because I, I, I think it, you know, it, yeah, you know, unfortunately, you know, with this whole protocol thing, people, the whole industry is going to have to be, per se, politically correct in how they go amongst things. Right. So no one gets upset. You right, know? right. So, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, you know, I, I'm as curious as you two are. Okay. How it's all going to unfold. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, things go into production and over the next three to six months, there's no new cases of COVID-19 and, and they could start loosening up the protocol a little bit, get things back to normal and, and start uh, enabling uh, production to start having larger casting crews working together once again. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, Kevin, uh, that, you know, the whole theatrical experience as of right now, it's gone. Right, and, right, right. And right. What, what, what's going to happen, I think, initially, is, is there's not going to be any real theatrical releases. It's going to go straight to streaming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let me give you a quick example. A quick example. My, one of my production partners at STX Entertainment in Burbank, we were talking about this other uh, last week, and he told me that Sony Pictures uh, did a film for $50 million and to the point that there's no theatrical release, they, they, uh, they sold it to, to uh, let's see, I think it was uh, Apple, I think it was Apple, okay. uh, on this screen, uh, Apple's Tony. And so they sold the film, the $50 million film, to, to them for, uh, for only a $20 million profit. Wow. So, Kevin, that you, being that you're an actor and you've been in this business a long time, we all know this is all about money. Right, right, that's right. Uh, right. Level. And, and that's why... Um, and my, 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 my partner, SCX, and I both agree that we don't see those large production movies coming out because because if they do right now, and, and there's theater closures worldwide, and you can't get that theatrical release, which you know, every big film is looking for, and they're going to have to go straight to streaming, then, then you're looking at the profit margin is, is, is being downgraded immensely. Yeah. So I really yeah. don't think the, the large production companies are going to want to put in the effort of a 50 million, 100 million, 150 million. Okay. 
Okay, TV, TV series. More TV based or streaming based. Yeah. That's what the next uh, six, six months to a year. Yeah. You know, until, until this COVID 19 thing clears, with theaters are allowed to open and, and have that large attendance again. But the irony also about that is there's a poll taken, a national poll about theater goers and after COVID 19. And now they're saying that 70% of theater goers would rather stay at home and watch the movies. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that that was such I a mean, twist. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a change right there. Yeah, 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 70%. And you know, and coming in and acting, you know, you know where all the money is made, and it's it's done by theatrical release. Right, mm-hmm. right, you that's know? right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Domestic and international. That that's where all the money's made. I mean, if you look at all the huge movies that you know the, the ones that broke a billion dollars. I mean, that's why they made a billion dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, well, what what's going to happen with all of the background actors? But yeah. he just basically he answered that. It. He touched yeah. on right. it. Yeah. yeah, awesome, man. All right. Well, here's a, here's a funny thing, too, is when I was, I was reading some articles, one uh, of the production was talking about uh, going back to work. They were talking, you know, and I, I was speaking this, uh, to my production partner, Scott, and we were saying, well, you know what? All these shows that they're doing, that's yeah. what I was about. That was gonna be yeah, my next question. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. And all the background players and and that that's what's gonna happen if, mm-hmm. if, if, if you know, if things are over over restricting, you can't have that huge gathering on set, I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. players and and then they'll they'll do CGI in the back people, background yep. people. Awesome. I was just about to ask that yeah. and I I was, I was I was talking to you know, uh, family and friends and Nick yesterday, and you know, he was thinking the CGI. You know, maybe you mm-hmm. might want to have you know four or five people sitting in the first two rows, and then CGI and everybody in between. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna be some CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, it's CGI and background effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's true. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, one last question I want to definitely ask you, man. You are you are a survivor of chronic illness. Um, When I hear that, I I think about a person who has some extra characteristics like resiliency, faith, yeah, uh, family support Mm -hmm. to overcome any kind of chronic illness. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted you to kind of touch on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what was the illness that you were dealing with and you know, what makes you the survivor that you are today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I, I kid people, in, in my life, I've been to hell and back over a dozen times, and I'm still standing. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I have 
extreme perseverance. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person I never give up. Uh, I'm a fighter. I'm definitely a fighter. I became ill in the end of 2016. I don't want to get into the specifics of it.
Get the bell. Oh, man, that's, that was just so inspirational, motivational, encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, somebody somebody out there needed to hear, don't give up. Continue yep. to persevere. Yeah, Continue absolutely. to be a fighter. Yeah, don't, and, don't, uh, don't ever give up. Yeah. Don't ever give up. You know, like I, always, I always tell people, I say, you know, every, we all have a choice in life of how we want to think. Do you mm-hmm. want to be a negative thinker or do you want to be a positive thinker? Right, right, right. right. sharing you know your inspirational motivational encouraging story your journey your behind the scenes uh with chris tucker and jackie yes. and all and sunny chief it was just great man and uh you know as we say i mean you already our brother but when you come on the kevin and nikki show your, your family, family. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. And, you're and, welcome. Yep, you're welcome, man. And before you go, man, if somebody want to follow you on Facebook, maybe they might want to register for your online classes, which I highly recommend. Me and yes. Nikki going to make our way over there, too, sure before it's all said and done. Put your information out there. Maybe you got a website. Put it out there, man, so you know people can sign up and get this, what, like this knowledge know. and inspiration That's that right. you have. Awesome. Yep. Well, look, Stuart, we're going to keep in touch with you, man. Continue success and blessings to you. And uh, look, we're going to speak it right now. We are going to work together soon. That's right. You know what I mean? And uh, looking forward to that, that experience. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, thank you so much. Now, if you, if we work together and we in that hotel, I don't want to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the survivor. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be in the next episode. I'm going to say, I'm going to say to you, always be the good guy in a film because you'll last to the end. I know, right? <laughs> That's it right there, man. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. Well, well, enjoy the rest of your day, man. And like I said, we will definitely be in touch. And yes, uh, thanks again for coming on the show, man. This was this was fun. This was great. Yes. This was fantastic. Thank you both. Very, very much. Appreciate you. Both. Yeah. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. 
Yeah, yeah. Bye bye. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. That was just so awesome, man. I mean, I mean, oh man, just such a humble, down to earth, thankful, grateful, super talented. Mm-hmm. You know, person and guy yeah, and actor, yeah, and yeah. just has a very historical resume yeah. of a plethora of gifts, talents, and abilities. Mm-hmm. And it will kick you behind if you have to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. he be covered now, y'all. So don't yeah, try. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. Anyway, but he's such a such a just a kind soul, man. And you know, we all we all, all three of us we just connected, man. Yeah. And that's when you're on positive vibe. Connecting with positive vibes mm-hmm. and energy. That's mm-hmm. what happens, man. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. looking forward to working to them. We will make that trip we to San make, Francisco. I, listen, I will make listen, that trip. We will make that trip. I just don't want to be killed in the, in the hotel. hotel. <laughs> <laughs> listen, that's a rough place to die. That's a rough way to go. Yeah, yeah. You die in the hotel. And How then, you die in the hotel? And then, the, the and, then the, and then the walls talking about you. And the walls are talking about <laughs> yeah, you. How yeah, about that? Yeah, that's crazy. Did you see what happened to her? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. No. She should have never, never went in there. You know I tried to tell her. You know? that, but basically... The movie that he talked, that he's saying about the walls, you know, talking, talking to you walls and listening, that remind me of that movie. What's the name of that movie, Kev, where the, if the walls, walls can talk? Were, no, mm-hmm. the movie where the walls were breathing. Oh, yeah. Is it was it a scary Am- movie. Yeah, was it Amityville? I want to say Amityville like? Horror. It was rather Amityville Horror. I think it was man, Amityville Horror. listen. Yeah, man. That movie, I will never forget that movie because the man was trying to move out and he had his mother, the mother was upstairs in the attic and I think the house took in, took in, uh, uh, possessed her or whatever, yeah. and she went up. He went up to say goodbye, and she's sitting in that chair. And she turned around. She said, "I've been waiting for you, Ben," and <laughs> tosses behind out the window <laughs> into the pool. I'm like, "Oh my god, I remember that yeah. movie." So if he's talking about that, now like nah, I don't want to die. I don't want to <laughs> die. Bet, no, that's right. no, because the way yeah. she threw his behind out that window, man, no, and that the wall was breathing. Right, right. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember no, well, you know what? She wouldn't have been able to catch me in the first place. No. So she wouldn't she wouldn't have threw me out the window because she would have had to catch I ran Listen, circles around her I'm and ran between you, her legs. She you know he just saying? went up there and to say out bye. On the outside, out the door, you know? No. Yeah, he, all he did was go up there and say bye and she turned around in that chair so fast. Man, I remember that movie. So Stuart, I'm trying to tell you, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man. Put me somewhere else. That's right. That's right. <laughs> And I mean, I just really love like the nuggets that he threw out there oh, yeah. about the industry and you know yeah, what he yeah, for, yeah. foresees as mm-hmm. some of the changes that's going to come mm-hmm. and uh, the patience that we're going to have to have. Because that was like an overall theme that I heard come yeah. out of what he was saying. We have to be patient, take this thing one step at a time, yeah. see what's what, and take it from there. But uh, man, that when he hit on that theatrical experience versus the online experience, mm-hmm. we've been saying that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We've been talking about that. So, yep, yep, great, yep, great guy, yep. man. I'm, I'm, I'm just so blessed that we can call him a friend, yeah. and call him a brother. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just thinking back to when I just this past weekend walk in the house. You know, turn on the TV, rush hour on, and his scene's about yeah. to come on. I said, uh, yeah. I'm out, I'm holding up my camera. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'm trying to get my camera, my camera phone to work. Yeah. I'm acting crazy. Yeah, and he's such yeah. a nice guy. I couldn't yeah. even pick a fight with him today. Oh, man, you know, I couldn't even do it. Because, I, you know, he's martial art. I got a I got a You got a martial belt. art? You got a martial art background? Too. It's, a, it's an invisible belt. See, they ain't make that yet. They didn't make that yet. <laughs> they ain't make that You know, they that. ain't make that oh, one okay. yet. So, you know, but I got one. Oh, that's the belt before you joined the karate school. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> They didn't make that belt yet, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, 
know, I was going to challenge him a little bit, but you know, he, he was so nice. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't do it. So, yeah. you know, I just let it, I just let it go. But the next time <laughs> I ain't going to have no mercy. Now, on him now when we see him in person, I'm going to remind you of this conversation. Right. I'm like, Nikki, what was all of you talking about? You can beat him on, on a one-on-one in the street. <laughs> like you know that. what? See that? But, but you know what? I, one thing I, I, I definitely wanted to talk about and Of course, we'll be having back on the show for part two, which we're going to have to do. Um, I, I have a martial arts background myself. I know you do. Yeah, so I took, uh, you know, karate. I know you do. Remember that time you popped me in my head? When, when I did that? Yeah, remember that time you you forgot about that? You, I didn't you, forget. You, you making me sound off, huh? No, that time <laughs> you popped me in my head, we were play fighting. Remember that? No, you set? punched me in the rib. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you did. On the set of DK. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. Yeah. See, you know what? Well, never mind. I don't you're, you're, you're secretly a boxer. Yeah, of course. And yeah. you know it. See, you felt my fury, you know, when yeah. I punched you in the stomach. So here you are projecting onto me what you did to me. You projected it like I did it onto you. See, I But you I, did. I did not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have a martial arts background, and I still remember my, my katas. And I took it when I was younger. Yeah, like your kata is like your... It's like your your training exercise that you do, and I still remember my katas and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I, I still I still remember my cicada too. The cicada. Yeah, you said it. That's it's, what you it's said. It's called a kata. Do you know what I mean? I still remember. Not a cicada. It. It's called a kata. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I would love had to have talked about that. Now I stopped at I want to say green, or it was rather green, yellow, or orange belt. And the reason why I stopped because I got into basketball and got pretty good at it. So I kind of just. You know, kind of just put drop karate. Oh, so but I still remember karate. my. I still remember. You know what? Because I'm gonna tell you, and I meant to ask him about this too. Uh, when I had the chance to meet Jackie Chan, you mm. know, I asked him after I said, "Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth?" Wow. No, no. no. Wow. After I said that, just kidding around. I wow. said because I didn't want to punch me in my mouth. But anyway, um, I, I I asked Jackie about martial arts, mm-hmm. and he said what he said in the movie The Karate Kid: "The best fights are the ones you don't have to fight." That's right. That's and right. so uh, one of the things I slipped my mind to ask Stewart: martial arts is not about training so you can beat people up. It's about being prepared to is a discipline that has to do with being pre- prepared to fight mm-hmm. in self-defense. Yes. But you're going to do everything you can do in your power to de-escalate and walk away mm-hmm. to prevent the fight because those are the best ones, the ones you don't have to fight. Mm-hmm. And you're walking away because it ain't going to turn out good for the other person. Mm-hmm. So that's where the humility, the discipline, and all that stuff comes in. But if you have to use it, mm-hmm. you use it. Yeah, I'm going to have to send Stuart my IMDb. So he could see me pop that dude in the head. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in the right path. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. You straight gangster, man. Yeah, so he can you see me pop gangster that dude in the head. Yeah. That way, when we when he put me in the hotel with the talking walls, I know how to defend myself. Right, right with, the, with the M16? He'll <laughs> <laughs> be shooting at the wall. <laughs> shooting at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talk about it like, she's so crazy. She's shooting at the wall. She's Why shooting, she at, shooting at, us? at the wall. <laughs> she can't kill what's already dead. You know what? Bye, we're Kevin. We're going to talk about her. Bye, Kevin. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, great, great interview. Great, great show, interview. man. Yeah. Really great enjoyed interview. that. A lot of fun. So Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. Yeah. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's going to be time for Newt in Sports. Scholars Professional Editing Firm consists of a specialized group of academic doctors, editors, and statisticians that keep doctoral candidates moving through the academic doctoral process. The Scholars Group resects doctoral dissertations, capstone projects, premise, research studies, research proposals, research papers, and oral defense preparations and presentations. The Scholars offer both qualitative and quantitative research assistance, data analysis, 
dissertation editing, writing support, and mentorship through their boot camp eight-week online program. The Scholars Professional Edit Group will keep you moving. And for more information, visit www.thescholarsediting.com. That's www.thescholarsediting.com. Or contact Dr. Tamika Haynes at 281-315-6053. All right. 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 So it is now time for news and sports. All right, you guys. So last week I was reporting on how the NBA can play out the season at the Disney Sports Complex in Florida, Bona Vista, Florida, Mm -hmm. uh, at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. And so. Uh, an update, um, the NBA season is tentatively set to start on July 31st. The 2019-20 NBA season went on hiatus on March 11th because of the coronavirus pandemic. On June the 4th, uh, the NBA's Board of Governors approved a competitive format to restart the 2019-20 season with 22 teams returning to play and a tentative start date of July 31st. So we're going to keep you guys updated about that. And uh, in other news, sports, uh, Drew Brees uh, completely missed the mark in comments on the flag. Mm-hmm. And this was a big uh, story, mm-hmm. you know, in the news, um, you know, about what his his comments were pertaining to his thoughts and feeling um, about the flag, you know. But Drew Brees is definitely an upstanding guy. He's one of the good guys of the NFL. You know, he has a positive reputation and Mr. Mark, indeed, he did with, uh, you know, some of his comments that were very, very, um, you know, offensive in terms of his perspective about, uh, you know, people who he, quote unquote, said disrespect the flag by kneeling. And we had other athletes chime in. I know LeBron James had something to say about it, but um, he went on to apologize. So he said in an attempt to talk about respect, unity solidarity centered around the American flag and the national anthem. I made comments that were insensitive and completely missed the mark on the issues we are facing right now as a country. Breeze wrote, um, they lacked awareness and any type of compassion or empathy. Instead, those words have been, you know, divisive and hurtful and have misspelled, misled people into believing that somehow uh, I am an enemy. Uh, this could not be further from the truth and is not an accurate reflection of my heart or my character. And I will say it's definitely not, according to you know what I know about his positive representation and all the great things that he has done uh, in New Orleans, especially during the time when you know they were suffering through um, Hurricane Katrina and mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think he missed the mark, um, you know, simply by something that he he really maybe totally didn't understand. And maybe totally, you know, could not, uh, definitely could not uh, relate to. And uh, so LeBron gave his comments. He says, wow, man, hand over head emoji. It is still surprising uh, at this point. Sure isn't. Uh, sure, sure isn't. It? Sure isn't. Uh, you literally still don't understand why Cap, talking about Ka- Colin Kaepernick, was kneeling on one knee. He, uh, he absolutely, it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the disrespect of the flag. He had a picture of the flag and our soldiers, men and women who keep our land free. He said, my father-in-law was one of those. And so that's what LeBron James. And basically what I want to say is 
Colin Kaepernick kneeling had nothing to reiterate what LeBron James was saying to do with disrespecting the flag, disrespecting our men and women past, present, or even those in the future who will serve our country to protect our borders because as a result, we have freedoms that we would not otherwise have if it were not for them. All of us have people in our family who have served our country. So if that were the case, it'd be a disrespect to our own family members who have served our country. But Colin Kaepernick kneeling uh, can be, well, I'm just going to put it like this. When you look at the video with George Floyd, mm-hmm. then you'll know why or you'll better understand. And if you don't, it's because you don't want to. It Maybe you have an inability to and can't because of where your heart and mind is. And that's it right there. And I'm going to end on that one. And that's it right there. Yeah. That's it right there. I mean, that's it right there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, because it's, it talks about liberty and justice for all, oh, right? That's what it says. And, you know, that's what we're it just kind of not, we're not seeing that that's as African Americans. You know what I mean? We're not that's what it that. says. Liberty and justice for, for all. all. And, and 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 that there is a statue of this woman she's she's holding the scale and the, the woman has a blindfold on her eyes mm-hmm. the the blindfold on her eyes is so justice is not seen for people of color justice is blind that's, what the, that's yeah. where you get that, that phrase from justice, justice is supposed is to be blind. supposed to be blind yeah and it's right. not it's not seen it's not seen for people of color right and when we watched the meek mill uh, documentary, which was based on court documents, facts, statistics, mm-hmm. it plainly brought out that African Americans get more harsher sentences and higher bail rates mm-hmm. than any other culture. Mm-hmm. And that's why the guy said it would be better to be uh, innocent and uh, what is it? Better be rich, rich and, and guilty and, yeah, than, than innocent, innocent and poor. And poor. Yeah. 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 And we both see that with the Epstein um, cases. Right. You know, in news, you know, the Epstein cases um, where I watched it on Netflix, Mm -hmm. um, Epstein and how he was able to use some people from the FBI, use some people from the court system to keep him out of jail after what he was doing to these young girls. You know, and even trying to trying to uh, pay off the judge, you know, he he's he's in jail for about. 13, 12, 13 months or whatever. He didn't serve all of it, but here he is allowed to walk in and out of the jail like it's a hotel. Right, right, right. You know? He he's out of out of there for like twelve hours a day, six days, six days a week. Right. And he only went to the jail to sleep. Right. Now you know darn well, Kev, if that was a person of color who had, who was rich or whatever, had these islands and was using the island to, to you know, rape these young girls or whatever, you know darn well that door would be closed, it would be bolted shut, and you would not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference between how people of color are treated and how Caucasians are treated. Right. It's it's true. You know that. Right. You, everybody everybody knows that. Everybody right. sees that. And it's, these are based on videos, facts, yeah. statistics. It's just, you know, it is what it is. And and if you're saying Nikki that's not true, Go on Netflix and watch the documentary of what's his name Jeffrey 
Epstein. What's his name? Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, man. go on Netflix and watch that entire docu-century series. It's about, I would say, five, maybe, I would say seven parts or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Watch it. And when you come away with it, you be like, yeah, because if that was a black man, that, that wouldn't happen. Right. And then, and then after that, go watch Free Meek on Amazon Prime. Yep. And I think that'll, uh, that'll seal the deal right there. Yep. Uh, you know, yep, because so. in because in the in the Epstein Epstein docu series, this man he was able to violate his probation. Pro- uh, probation the probation. the um reporter said to the probation officer, "What are you going to do? This dude is clearly not staying in the house like he's supposed to." The probation officer said, "What do you want me to do? He's a celebrity." Right. Now, check that out, and then go over to the Meek Mill docu series right, right, right. and watch that. With this young man for popping a willy over in what what was he New, New York, York. He was in New, New York. York and the, how the judge called him back to Philadelphia and sent him back to jail. Right, right, right. And the and the the, the officials over in New York was like, ah, oh, we you know they were kids just having fun. We don't want to press no charges. You know, and <laughs> and and all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that we want to be treated fair. Right. And right now, we are not being treated fair. We're living in an unfair world. Right. And this is why you see all of the protests going on outside. Yeah. This is why you see people tearing stuff up. Because what do people do when when you constantly oppress them? They act out. They lash out. They tear stuff up. Right. This is this is why you see all of that. Yeah. Watch those series. I, I, I guarantee you, you'll be like, well, dang, okay. Okay, and if you still can't say okay, yeah, we can't then you. I'm going yeah. to infer mental illness. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Because and something, something is, something is truly, something is truly wrong. Right. And you, something something is truly wrong with wrong. your head and your heart. You have a heart full of that has blinded you. Uh, if you can't see, you know, and yeah. and, and, and there's no at that point. There's no it's, you, those people. You can't. The only way they're going to be helped is if it happens to them. Yeah, it's, when and, they and, get the opportunity to walk in other people's exactly. shoes, then you will see. And God forbid, and God forbid that, 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 happens, that will happen to you. The song you are singing now will have a totally different, different tune, tune when it happens to you. When it happens to you, I get. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Get, I guarantee you that mm-hmm. because you know the, these men. This man kneeled on his this this dude's neck for eight minutes and forty, and 40 something some seconds. Forty nine, forty eight, forty nine. Yeah, yeah. And With, he was dead after five after five. five minutes. Now, where in the history or 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 the book of policeism does it say? Kneel on someone's neck to keep him still for almost nine minutes. When you're on your stomach and you're already subdued in handcuffs. Where? Where does it yeah, say I, that? I would like to see that. Channel. Where does it say that? Yeah, I would like to see. I, as a matter of fact, I would like to watch that training video. Where does it say that at? And the sad part about it is that two of the officers who have been charged, one of them, it was his first day. Hmm. Okay. And he was in training. And this is the type of training that you're getting. Wow. And then the other officer, um, he was just ending his second shift and starting the third shift. And this is this is what he gets. So now they're in jail along with him. Man, I know he it's wish ridiculous. he didn't take, take overtime that it's, day. Re- it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And why are you working three shifts anyway? Yeah. You ain't going home to get no sleep. And then also, if he did get into a situation, nothing positive could come out of working three shifts just from us. 
a mental and emotional standpoint, yeah. you know, you, you would you would you would expect lapses of judgment and things like that, being tired and you know, they work under a lot of stress. So, you know, that wasn't a good look right there now that you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm you know, it's it's a whole lot going on in news, but um I don't wanna take up all the time for it, but I wanna point out that the charges have now been moved to for for Derek Chauvin has now been moved to second degree murder. Mm-hmm. You know which is a lot better than manslaughter third degree and, and third degree manslaughter, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So the charges have been moved up. And so now they're fighting to get the charges for all four of them mm-hmm. the same, right. you know, cause nobody did anything. Right. Nobody did not one thing. Right. So, and they're trying to say it was a, uh, you know, they're saying it's aiding and abetting or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, um, Get it right. The world, the world's Get gonna it be right, watching. Because the, the world is gonna, gonna be, watching. be watching. And definitely, I guarantee you American. that. Yeah, American. I guarantee you that. Yeah. And um, what you need to be doing, people of other color, support your people of of color. Yeah. You and know, we, and we gotta get out and vote too. You know, support support yeah. your people, support your friends of color. You know, stop hiding behind your curtains and watching everything go on. And you know that you have friends. Who are African Americans, oh, Latinos, and different things like that? Support them. Right, right, right. It, it hurts us when when something going on hurts you. So why can't this hurt you and it's going on with us? Right. Support your friends of color. Pull up for them. Pull up. Right, right. And that you know that actually helps bring a lot of healing when there is acknowledgement, yes. acknowledgement. And let's do point out that there haven't been a lot. There have been a lot of Caucasians mm-hmm. that have been out there protesting with yes. the African Americans yes. and acknowledging. Please forgive mm-hmm. us for racism. So we want to, you know, sometimes yeah. the negative gets all the media attention, but we want to give a shout out to those police officers that yes. are marching with the African Americans, yes. raising banners and candy. You get the bell. Yeah. You get the bell because yeah. you are recognizing. Hold, yeah. hold up, this this is a problem. Right, right. This is a problem. But I'm gonna tell you what makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to see my Caucasian friends out there marching with me. Right. That's what makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I matter in your eyes. Right, right. So if I matter in your eyes when you're going through, you matter in my eyes. We're all in this together. So we can't be saying we're all in this together and you got some people over here and some people yeah. over there and you're watching your friends go through this thing and you don't say nothing. Right. So it makes me feel good when I see you pull up for me. Yeah. Because I'm damn sure going to pull up for you. That's it. News is over. That's it. That's it. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's going to be time for my favorite part of the show. We're going to find out what's bothering Nikki. It's the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio. We everywhere. And we'll be back. Japan, 
Some good songs. I gotta give it to you. You know who I be. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. who I be. You be picking some good. You, you you pick some really good songs that are applicable for our guests, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you do a great job of doing mm-hmm. that. Like uh, so, that mm-hmm. was the soundtrack. 
What, Tokyo Drift, right? Tokyo Drift. That was it. That's, that's, yeah. that's Stuart Yee, Tokyo Drift. Man. Stuart Yee, Tokyo yeah. Drift. That's yeah. it right there, man. That's it, yeah, Tokyo yeah, Drift. Yeah. Rush, you had Rush Hour theme song. Uh-huh. Then you got the Tokyo Drift, man. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just yes. kind of wondering what's going to be next. He- you know what? That's you better it. wait on it. That's it. That's you it. We're going to wait on it. To... Wait on it indeed. But for you right now, do it. for right now, we're going to find out what's bothering Nikki because now it's time for my favorite part of the show. What's bothering Nikki? What's bothering you, Nikki? Well, we found some stuff. What else is bothering I mean. You know, it's 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 just it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's just one of those things. We're all in this together. We're all family. Pull up. Yeah. That's it. Pull up for me. Pull up. Show me show me how much I mean to you by letting me see you out there on mm-hmm. the line. Mm-hmm. Right next to me. Pull up. Tell your friend pull up. Pull up. People tell your friends to pull up. Your friends are other races. Pull up. You know, I was going I was talking to one of my um friends on uh, Facebook and I did say I wanted some dialogue and he was giving me some dialogue but I was giving him some dialogue right back mm-hmm. for everything he said I had something else to say right you know what I that mean that would refute it yes right. and my thing is I'm not I'm not looking for an argument I'm not looking for an argument at all I just want to know why do you sit there and watch these things happen and don't say nothing but you call me your friend right right you know you call me your friend. I call you my friend. And when you call me and say, hey, blah, 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 this happened, I'm madder than you. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even happen to me. Right. You know? But because you are my friend, mm-hmm. we have breaking bread together. When you are going through, I'm going through too. Mm-hmm. So why can't it be returned? Are you embarrassed of me? Mm. Are you embarrassed around your family and your friends to say, hey, I know a person of color. Are you embarrassed? Mm. And they were saying church, well. I'm not embarrassed of you. Mm-hmm. So why are you embarrassed of me? I fight for what you believe in. Or what hurts you or, or what hurts you. you or bother you. Mm-hmm. Why can't you fight for what I believe in or what hurts me and bothers me? Are you embarrassed of me? Mm. You know, that's it. That's all I got. That's, that was that's it. That was powerful. That was powerful. That's that was it. very that's profound and very powerful. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. So, all right. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, it's going to be time for my favorite part of the show. Kevin's Corner. It's Kevin Nicky Show on iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. We will be right back. I get a feeling it's going to be a riot. I don't read the newspapers because they all have ugly prints.
to the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio. All right. You picked another good one, Nick. Yes. That, that's Tokyo Drift. When you hear that, when you hear, when you hear that beat, you know yes. it's Tokyo Drift all, all the way. All the way. That's right. All that's right. That's right. We are honoring our special guest, yes. Stuart Yee, with the movie, the music from the movies that he has been in. That's it. That's it. You you doing it, man. Yes. You doing it. Yeah. Cause I was about to start complaining. Like, what are you, uh, oh, go ahead, Nick. You playing uh-uh, some good stuff. Uh-uh. Now I'm like, you, now I'm you, you ain't going to complain. I'm not going to complain. I was just messing with you. You I was ain't going to complain. I, I, already, I, I respect your skills on the wheels that's, of steel. That's right. That's I, already, right. I, I that's look. Right. I respect your skills on the wheels of steel. That's right. You, you know, know what I mean. And, and your editing. I, Listen. I, you know. Three so. things I need. Give me a script. Give me a soundtrack. And give me a computer so I can edit that. That's it. Oh, that rhyme. You get the bell. You get the bell. That was it. That was on point. That was on point. See? 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 All right. So it is time. It is time for my favorite part of the show Kevin's Corner. All right. We're going to keep the high vibration train moving. As long as it keeps moving, we're going to keep going. Choo choo. We in week 61. Nice. We're dealing with characteristics number 96 and 97. And we're going to deal, we're still dealing with signs that one. Is operating on a high vibration and frequency in life. Mm-hmm. Characteristic number one: What do you condone? Oh snap! One of the ways you go and tell if you hop operating on a high vibration or a low vibration is by what you condone. Mm. Which means, what do you accept and allow behavior that is considered morally wrong or offensive to continue? Mm. What do you approve or sanction something, especially with reluctance? Right is right and wrong is wrong, but how do you see it? I mean, you have a, you even have a school of thought out here right now where people have adopted a freelance perspective that says, well, who is to say what is right and wrong? But my, how they abandoned that theology, that freelance perspective when life happens to them in a negative way. So now, whatever you condone, all right, keeping in line with right is right, wrong is wrong, I have no problem with it. Like I said, with right being right and wrong being wrong, 
just as long as you feel the same exact way mm-hmm. when it knocks at when trouble knocks yep. at your door and when it affects you or your family or your house or your car or your children or your family or your house or your car That's or right. your children That's or right. your life. That's right. All I'm saying is don't be a partial or hypocrite with your own perspective and worldview. Be true to your perspective and most of all, be true to yourself. What are you condoning? The the next characteristic, number 97, is being able to admit when you are wrong. Mm-hmm. That's how you know somebody on a high vibration when they can say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So it must the same way that justifying a mistake can lead to a bigger problem. Owning up to a mistake can prevent it from becoming a bigger problem. Admitting your or our mistakes can prevent it from becoming a huge problem that is difficult to solve. That's Instead right. of trying to hide and forget or pretend or forget or pretend or forget your mistakes, you can use them to your benefit. That's right. And one of the greatest ways to heal and mend any relationship when one has wronged another is to admit when one is wrong. Mm-hmm. Not being able to do this is a bigger sign of a heart and mind issue because whatever man or woman think in his heart, so is or will be his or her behavior. Mm-hmm. You can always infer or get a gauge on how a person thinks or feels and who they are by looking at how they react, respond, and behave, and by what they condone. That's right. That's all I got, man. That's it. Enough said. N-U-F-F. Enough said. Absolutely. Peace. Absolutely. That's it. I like it. That's put it. it out there. That's it. So we're going to put it out there. Thank you guys so much once again for tuning in to another great episode, another exciting week, another exciting guest. And look, we love y'all guys, man. You know, you guys are on our hearts and minds. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Uh, And we do what we do for you. We can't do what we do without you, man. And we really mean that from the top, middle, and bottom of our heart. You guys who tune in each week, y'all guys are our inspiration, man. And we just want to make it known. So, yeah, we want to make it known. That's right. Yep. So I'm actor Kevin D. Benton. You can find me on Facebook, Kevin D. Benton. On Twitter, at Kevin D. Benton. On Instagram, actor Kevin D. Benton. And on YouTube, you can find us, actor Kevin D. Benton and actress Nikki Warren. As I said in the earlier part of the show, check out that video, man. You know, we're destroying our communities. Go to actor Kevin D. Benton. Check it out. We also got, like I said, some short films, some feature films, commercials, skits, um, Speeches up there, you name it, is up there. Continue to go with us, flow with us, and show with us. And look, you'll know with us. Mm-hmm. You better go ahead rhyming. But you got me started. You started, <laughs> you started rhyming first. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Facebook, Nikki Warren, on Twitter, at Nikki Warren, on the gram. Hello, I'm Nikki. That's spelled H E L L O I M N I K E E. You can find our show, The Kevin Nikki Show, on Facebook, at Kevin Nikki Show, on Twitter, and The Kevin Nikki Show. On the gram. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding our show, hit us up, Kevin Nikki Show at Yahoo.com. You got any questions for our special guest, Mr. Stewart Yee? Hit us up, Kevin Nikki Show at Yahoo.com. We'll read it to him, get the answer, and read it back. And like we say every week, who knows your letter can be featured on our show. Pull up for your friends. That's it. Okay, that's it. Pull up, show them that you care. Show them that you understand what they are going through, what they're fighting for. You would want the same thing for you. Word of God says, do unto others, and you would have them do unto you. Mm-hmm. So pull up for your friends. That's it. It's Kevin Nick Show on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere, and we are out of here. Peace. That was bonus.
You have been listening to the Kevin and Nikki show on iHeartRadio. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.